Welcome to the E-Rival Podcast. I'm your host, Lewis Howard, joined with my co-host. Brian Leo, how you doing? Welcome. I'm doing good. Uh, sorry for the uh, <clears throat> time off. We had uh, life got in the way. Brian may or may Definitely. not have had COVID. We don't know. So oh, we don't want to risk it. Um, yeah. Oh, you no, do? Unfortunately. I do, man. That's a positive. Oh, shit, bro. I know, man. So oh, wow. it's unfortunate, okay. but uh, I'm I'm doing pretty good. I mean, there's... I guess you could say scares here and there. Um, it's uh, I'm one of the fortunate ones, I could say, just because I've heard of people that just get in and a few days later, maybe if that, you know, they unfortunately pass away. But anyway, um, you know, I'm doing good, man, staying healthy, drinking some home remedies and uh, yeah, man, just somewhat quarantining myself, trying to stay away from my family, not to, you know, give it up. But uh, yeah, I hear you, man. anyway, uh, you know, with this whole pandemic going on, there's definitely a spike in a lot of electronic sales and activities, you know? So um, one of the topics that, that we definitely want to talk about is, you know, the route that we ended up taking, you know, thanks to yours truly, not your, not me, but Lewis, um, you know, we ended up going the Quest route instead of the console route, which is either the PS5 or the Xbox, but one of the things that Lewis just told me right now is, you know, the PS5 scalping. Tell me more about that, man. What's up with that? Yeah, so apparently uh, once they released a bunch of, like, you know, companies and, like, guys got together and bought a crap ton of these PS5s, and they're selling them for more than what the market value is so that they can make money for them, from them because of the craze behind it. So, um <clears throat> It's uh, it's getting ridiculous. Some of these guys are selling them on eBay for like two thousand dollars. Like, it's, it's getting out of hand. And it, and it, and like we were saying earlier, it made me glad that I didn't choose to do the you know regular console route, and I decided yeah. to to take the uh the VR route. And then the one of the reasons why I did that is because uh, oh, there's man numerous reasons was yeah. the reason why it made me ultimately take the VR route. But if I wasn't an Xbox user and I was more of a PlayStation user. I might have done yeah. the PlayStation over over the uh the VR mainly because PlayStation had a bunch of launch titles that were like and they have a lot of exclusives. So I'm yeah. thinking, oh wow, you know, I should should do that. But I've been like Xbox for so long that it was just kind of like I don't really know if I want to go to PlayStation. Yeah. And then with Xbox not having too many good titles, that kind of made me go, oh well, you know what? Let me do something else. Let me let me do this mm. VR. I've been holding off on on doing it, on jumping, you know, making the jump. But with the Quest Two, it, it's definitely uh feasible for the average person if you're going to go buy a a console one of the new consoles you're going to be spending about right around the same amount of money if not less on the quest 2 and you get something that's more interactive mm -hmm. like a lot more interactive yeah man um, and immersive yeah and that's the thing man it's like it's a whole different you know concept when it comes to vr gaming versus just your traditional uh pc console gaming and honestly man i ever since i purchased it Every and anybody that's that's touched the quest has had a, a major impact as far as, you know, like, especially the people that were anti gamers, I guess you could you call them where mm -hmm. they didn't they don't really care about gaming, um, ended up going out to the store and buying a quest the next day just because, you know, it's not even just gaming. It's it also has, you know, um, media, you know, watching Netflix and stuff like that. But yeah, for the most part the game aspect of it is what sold them sold them on the on the quest just because it, it is really 
immersive. I mean, right now, all we're doing is using controllers, just like, you know, the basic consoles. But mm -hmm. the difference is that it's somewhat, it's actually, you know, developers are doing a really good job, you know, uh, scanning or more like uh, constructing the game to where you're somewhat using your entire body. Like that other, that game we were playing last night, Contractors, where you're actually able to, you know, crouch you have to physically crouch and when you, when you jump you have to press a button but for the most part you're still using your entire body but um as far as you know going back to on the on the topic of ps5 scalping i, I honestly can't i don't regret buying the, the quest at all just because that's right yeah that's a big issue man the yeah because i know you were more of a you you were more of a playstation guy uh you, you seem to be growing up towards yeah. like the middle you yeah. know, like, and so I was like wondering how you felt about like, you know, how you would have felt if you committed to just getting the new PS5 and then it, it, you found out it was sold out everywhere, you know? Yeah, I, honestly, the whole the whole sellout concept is, is pretty normal. I've, you know, that's happened before with games and consoles, but mm -hmm. the scalping aspect of it is a whole different craze just because, I mean, I think it's messed up how people, I mean, don't get me wrong, it's very ambitious of them to go out and put the effort into buying it before anybody else gets it and supply and demand, you know, they can upsell it and make a profit. But at the same time, though, it's kind of messed up because your average gamer that just wants to go and buy the console that they've been promised, you know, quote unquote, yeah. uh, is not there because of these assholes that are trying to make a profit off of you. So, and they know people that really want the console will make, will, will fold to that higher price just because they want it now i mean that's what it's all about right now it's just having it now yeah and that's uh that's that's part of that whole like in crowd like following the hype type of thing that I've, I've been opposed to for a very long time that's why i'm not really a big fan of like a lot of the triple a titles yeah just because i've experienced them and the hype behind them are isn't worth like what people are putting out for like with call of duty yeah it's the best game ever. It's like it really wasn't. It was okay, you know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like I'm not, and I'm not, uh, you know, hating on Call of Duty. I do like playing the game. It's just not as good as people make it out to be. It's just a shooter, and people make it seem like it's life or death if you don't play it. And it's just like, ah, uh, I can't, can't get behind it. You can't get behind the the yeah. craze. And that's with the consoles too. Like, do you got the PlayStation Five or the Xbox Series X? Hey, man, how about are the games good? How about that? Like, I don't give a crap if you know whatever gigahertz or you know if this thing can put out or if it's 4K resolution. Am I having fun playing these games? You know, exactly. That's, all that stuff is cool and all, but it's not yeah. like it's not gonna make or break me because if push came to shove, I would have just got a, a Nintendo Switch. You know. Yeah, yeah. The graphics may don't not be that. that great, but the games are awesome. That's all I care about. Is are the games I, fun? You know what, man? That's the you one know? thing that Nintendo really does have is the the fun you know like the mario party games and any other game that came down to where you can play with other friends uh that's really what where it was at you know when you're playing uh up to four players in one console and uh i think the playstation started catching up on that concept before this whole online multiplayer started coming out but yeah yeah man yeah i mean like, that's all i that's all i care about and then the thing so is I'm that not uh -huh. Yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. Oh, I'm not, I'm not going to to go out and purchase uh, a, a new PlayStation Five 
or or an Xbox Series X anytime so at least for the next six months to maybe a year depending on you know what kind of content comes out on the quest to you know what games are coming out is it still being released on the Xbox one or Mm -hmm. you know or the PlayStation 4 Uh, I mean if they are then why make the jump Why, why commit for the graphical you know uh resolution like you know um, what though yeah. that's that's still kind of happening right now with with the quest how i was telling you with uh you know for example steam um one of our our co-workers peter was telling me that they're they're not trying to port over steam into the quest which is unfortunate because for example there's that really top-end game uh half-life alex where it's you know oh, i've tried it awesome yeah i've tried it man and it's it's pretty freaking amazing the way they just constructed the whole game, how interactive and immersive it becomes. But what's unfortunate is that if you don't have a PC, then you technically can't play it. And also you have to make a, a separate purchase of the Oculus Link or what I have, the VR desktop, which is a program that still technically requires you to connect, hard connect your your quest to your PC so you can make that compatibility. But what I'm trying to say, though, is that there's still that that separation like PlayStation and Xbox where PlayStation or Sony comes out with or I'm sorry, there's a game made specifically for the PlayStation or the Xbox. And you can't play that game unless you have that console, which is unfortunate. But yeah, yeah, yeah no, I, I agree with you. VR definitely is, is a more, I would say, chaotic uh, environment as opposed to like Xbox and PlayStation. Yeah. Mainly because it's more PC oriented. So, if you wanted to play these Steam games, uh, you're gonna need a higher end PC. You're yeah. gonna need that. You know, or at a bare minimum, you need something with a what is it? A i, what is it? A, uh, a Core i5 or a Core i? Yeah, a Core i5. Yeah, you're gonna need a bare minimum of that. I know, man. And, uh, There's that aspect. <laughs> Nvidia 1650 or something like that. Yeah. Uh, GTX 1650. Yeah, you're gonna need something at least that high. Yeah. In order, which is like, I mean, standard gaming PC right now. That's like standard gaming PC. Uh, yeah. G- graphics right now. So I mean, it's not like you're you you can go out and get like a four or five hundred dollar gaming laptop if you really want to play all of these games. You know what I'm saying? Like. But, yeah that's a separate purchase that you're going to have to commit to. But instead of it being so separated, like PlayStation, where you have to go out and buy this $400 or, you know, $500 gaming console and then buy the game, you purchase this computer, which you have access to just about everything. You know what I'm saying? If you want, if if someone's releasing a VR game, you can probably, you can, you can play that. Mm Mm-hmm. It's not just like a separation between Steam and Oculus. Like it's any uh, any person, you know, any standalone, you know, third party VR environment. You purchase that, you you have access to it. So it's kind of like buying a master a master console in a sense. Yeah, it's like when you buy a new and, console, you, you guarantee yourself a few years, uh, more than a few years of yeah. gaming without any heavy without having to worry about any kind of upgrades or purchases. Right. For right. compatibility. Right and. Right, and and with the and with this gaming PC, you can also play the same games you were you were gonna play on the PlayStation Five or the Xbox Series X. Yeah, <laughs> so it's like you still you still end up winning because there's some more, there's more pros to buying a gaming PC than to go yeah. out. And, yeah, unfortunately, that's just how it is. But uh, there's still gonna be chaos regardless of the fact. But the fact that I didn't have to run into a scalping situation is definitely like oh wow, whew, 
you know, I know there's right? multiple benefits to this VR. Uh, it, it brought, yeah, I mean, I, that would piss me off. Like, I go into GameStop, but hey, man, I don't even like being in here, but uh, you guys got the. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's bro. a whole other conversation. Like, yeah, I know, I, man. I now like you're being in here, but yeah. now you're like Arnold Arnold Schwarzenegger over at. And um, have you watched that movie Jingle All the Way? Yeah. yeah okay, you, where you're like him, freaking scabbing that toy. Oh my god, man! And that's serious yeah. too. Man. I mean, I don't know about right <laughs> yeah. now with this whole pandemic rolling out, but um, yeah, it's it's still a craze and it's mass hysteria as far as trying to get a hold of this stupid console that you're trying to you know get your hands on, but right yeah uh yeah. honestly though man like you know going on the vr side of things uh so far every and anything that i do in the vr headset or in the quest mm -hmm. it just seems like it's it's a very different experience to where it leaves you wanting more and the fact that right now the games there's some games that are legit you know like beat saber it's always on the top five games just because of how how fun it is, how interactive it is, and how clean it looks, you know, like the graphics are there. Mm -hmm. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's it's a pretty basic concept type of game. There's no, like, textures or anything crazy as far as, like, you know, Call of Duty or anything, like, that's really, have that has a lot of yeah, stuff that needs to be. and stuff like that. Exactly. Yeah. It doesn't have to produce yeah. any of that stuff. Uh, so I could see why it would be better or easier to make it look more high definition. But mm -hmm. what I'm trying to say, though, man, I mean, yo, like, a lot of these games, like when I was playing Half-Life Alex, even though I had to connect to the PC, it was so mm -hmm. freaking worth it just because, I mean, the story behind it, you know, like how the character you play and just you're, it's very story driven, so you can't free roam, but mm -hmm. the, the the freedom you have with interacting with everything, I, I believe they made everything interactable, which is dope, um, was a pretty cool concept to experience, you know? And yeah. that's just, yeah. Yeah, I agree with you, man. It's uh, I, I almost have that excitement back from when you were like a kid, like oh, I gotta play yeah. that game, you know, like oh, it's like yeah, the excitement's there. Whereas that excitement for me on the console end has been lacking and for so long. It's been a long time since I've been like, yo, I got to play that. Except Cyberpunk twenty seventy, <laughs> which I'm playing on Friday. Okay, yeah, that's like the only game where I'm like, yo, that game looks that game looks dope. I want to play that. Yeah, you know? and then that would be sick in VR, but that would that's that's uh. That's what you're thinking. Man. But you know what the difference is, is that with like what you just said about cyberpunk, I mean, cyberpunk, it's like when the whole, what was that game again called? Uh, the one that EA came out with where you're, you're basically an Iron Man. Oh, Anthem. Anthem. Okay. Anthem. When Anthem yeah. was coming out, bro, when you showed me that, that game trailer, I was blown away and I was like, yo, it was, uh, you know, it looks like a dope ass game to buy and everything. And when it came out, I mean, because of it being an EA title, maybe. It just didn't, you know, stick. But what I'm trying to say, though, is there's two differences between being building a hype towards a game that looks dope, which yeah. is quite a few games. And when you're actually playing the game and you go back to that little kid phase where you're just having a blast playing this game because you right. you're trying to get better, you're enjoying the, the levels and and so on, man. I mean, I found myself having nostalgia, a nostalgic moment and take me back to when I was playing it like Need for Speed, trying to perfect this this course where I just do it over and over and over. And I'll be playing this thing for hours, trying to get first place or trying to beat the time. And uh, and mm -hmm. that right there is what, what brought me back to back when I was a kid. That yeah, yeah, you know? definitely. Definitely. I feel you. I feel you on that. It's yeah, like man. 
all of the stuff that you want to do with your like the stuff that you do on your controller like you're playing like a hack and slash game where you're just running around chopping guys up you're like man that'd be dope if i could just do that in vr yeah yeah you could do that in vr like uh-huh. there's two games that i, I like playing uh swords of gargantua uh-huh. and until you fall i am hacking and slashing my way through it is a workout it is satisfying damn you know like it is it is dope just on the hack and slash tip and then you got uh you got like games where you're shooter games like you 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 mm-hmm. got contractors i just i started playing it yesterday i was playing uh arizona sunshine before that yeah. onward yeah. is also a really a highly rated game it's like and you feel i mean the only problem i have with those uh shooters is the 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 rigging but other than that it's it's mm-hmm. it's a solid experience you have something that, that that can be a solid rig you're gonna have fun yeah man you're gonna have fun yeah i definitely agree with you on that i mean it is when you're playing it i mean you're playing it it's not a big deal you're you're trying to aim down the sides and trying to line up your both your controllers but it would be a lot better if you had a rig that just like what i was thinking about was what you said uh in the past where instead of having to use those two controllers that come with the quest instead having this attachment this gun that has you know it's already rigged and when you pick it up it's just like the controller it recognizes that it's a controller in itself and when you aim down the sides it moves the gun you know accordingly to right you're right yeah that would be a way better experience than you having to uh connect the controllers controllers to something yeah yeah because uh it's it's uh it's it, it's less immersive in a sense kind of takes you yeah, away from it it does man and if you think about it when you're, okay like just to give a to paint a better picture when we're playing contractors these guys in normal in normal level not even hard level in normal level you're mm. you're going out to your checkpoint and you like you know groups of like five guys coming at you shooting at you at one time and you're trying to you know pick up your pistol pick up your ar and when you're mm. picking up your ar you know to think about having to pick up the rig connect attach the controllers to the rig it seems like it, it, you're right it would take a little bit away from the actual experience just because you're trying to focus on attaching this uh your controllers to the rig right you would have to like yeah it's it, it would take away from the immersion of the, the entire experience but i mean it's mm-hmm. it's there and it definitely will help you especially in gunfights because i was like yeah finding myself shooting at guys and then like yeah. i'd hit a corner and then the the game would like register my rifle being pointing up or down or weird or something and i have to like readjust my arms to get the sight back on yeah you know and that was my that was one problem that i was running into but that's 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 just part of like uh i would say a learning curve you know yeah, it's, it's more of a physical learning curve than like you learning an input on a controller, but it, it's it's it is a little annoying. But other than that, I mean, it, it was a solid experience. I was getting kills. I mean, I yo, yeah, mad, mad kills. Yeah, I was like, oh shit, this is. <laughs> it like, gets pretty lit, bro. Like yeah, you're just in yeah, there. So. You're. It's almost like I don't know if whoever's gone paintballing or airsofting. I mean, it's obviously not to that extent where you're in there and you're feeling the pain, but it still gives you that 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 feeling of trying to take cover and reload and all that kind of stuff. And it's pretty dope, man. I mean, we're yeah. just barely scratching the surface. And yeah. um, that's the one fair warning that I give people is, you know, once you purchase this quest or any kind of VR uh, contraption, you're going to be, you're going to still need some excess income or funds to purchase more content because you're going to keep wanting more and more and more because each and every game has their own uniqueness and yeah yeah that's they're, what makes they're, you want they, more. they all have like a a, a piece that you mm-hmm. want the whole picture of like like i say with a half like alex it's like a just a solid shooter mm-hmm. it's a solid shooter the mechanics are all there uh 
I haven't found a a uh, like rifle or anything in the game yet. I haven't gotten that yeah. far. I don't, I don't think it does have one. But with the mechanics that are there, it feels like a full, complete experience. Where with some of these games, like with like uh, Arizona Sunshine, it's a really good game, but it still feels like it's missing the mechanics. But then again, with the with the way the game plays. I kind of like how the they only the, the reload mechanic is super simple because I'm mm-hmm. fighting against waves of zombies. I do not have time to be trying to go, <laughs> oh, shit, magazine, uh, uh-huh. eject old magazine, put new magazine in, rack it back, and let's go. Yo, no, that was the like, one right, thing I was practicing. Magazine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had to do it, too, and, and, and it definitely helped in the, in the pinch. I'm like, oh, crap. You're like, Lou, you got three guys over yeah. there. I'm like, all right, muscle memory. <laughs> right, Yo, boom, 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 boom. That's one downside that I've, that I've noticed is the alignment of your body with you know where your guns are at so you need to actually place the you need to hover your controller over where the gun's supposed to be at and yeah if your torso is not aligned with your head you're gonna have to like break your neck trying to look over trying to get this gun so you can you know swap it out or reload or whatever the case is so you know i'm pretty sure they're gonna find a, a remedy for this where like how we're talking about where we would they just sell uh where they sell props that are also controllers and you just grab it, you physically grab it and now you're using it and you just put it back on your chest. Yeah, that's the that's the only way I can I see it working out to where you but but then you gotta walk some of these props are gonna have to be like a uh, little weird shaped or because uh, like say for instance you're playing a hack and slash, you don't get someone a full length sword in their house swinging it around. Fucking yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. give them a handle that vibrates so it feels like it's a sword and you know put some weights in the front that way it just looks like a handle and you're swinging it around yeah. in the workout you're getting the immersion you know similar to like a lights lightsaber type of experience you just yeah. get the, the the handle part and then the exactly or whatever and you do it that way versus uh uh the 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 full, full extent of the sword yeah because yeah. i don't want i can only <laughs> imagine myself smacking them all and then, oh my you know, god hitting my dog or taking out my tv you know because i can't see what's what's around me in vr you know (laughs) i could see a commercial a commercial playing out with uh someone playing the vr headset puts it on a hella dope experience all immersive then you take off the headset everything's all freaking trashed (laughs) tv's (laughs) broken your dog's dead over there freaking twitching (laughs) you got holes in the fucking in the window and the walls yeah all of that yeah i already had that happen with one of my friends just freaking punching the crap out of my wall. I'm surprised he didn't break a, a picture or anything. But <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, that's that's uh, that, but that's technology that's gonna be you know up and coming. I mean, the, the Guardian Zone in its in its entirety is like already like mind blowing technology. It's like, wait, what? Yeah, I can trace something on the ground and the thing Yo. remembers exactly where it sits. Yeah. So that means it's tracking everything that's in the room. Yeah, and it understands that hey, this is where the Guardian Zone is. Mm-hmm. That is already like mind blowing, but it's VR is is is, is fucking dope, man. It is, and that, it, that, yeah. If you think about it, man, you know once once they come out with like this Omni trackpad, I know it's gonna be a hell of a purchase. Like it's gonna be pretty steep to purchase it, and mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, man. I'm pretty sure it's gonna take up a, quite a bit of space. Like I think that one that's out right now, um, is taking up five feet of space. Yeah, so if, if you, yeah, like a Christmas tree's worth of space. Yeah, exactly. And, that, and, yeah. and that's the thing, though, man, is that, you know, uh, I'm pretty damn sure they can make it convenient to where, you know, you you have this trackpad, but if they made it practical where you could just put it away vertically in like a nice little, you know, spot behind your TV, behind your dresser, whatever the case is, I'm pretty sure they're going to come with come out with a pretty good concept. But just what my main point is, you know, can you imagine 
having this trackpad that holds you in place where you're turning and running and jumping and all this kind of stuff, but you're still in that one space. So you don't have to worry about trashing your TV or trashing anything because you're going to be, you're going to be des- designated to that one spot. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I mean, that's, that's something that I've been racking my brain around is trying to figure out a way to do it like more immersive than just that trackpad because it's a weird contraption like the ones that are out now you're kind of walking on like this concave like surface that's like round yeah and it's not a natural way of walking and then when you want to stop or like like say for instance you want to go up a flight of stairs or something like it doesn't feel you know immersive yeah i mean as far as the stairs go don't get me wrong man like it's taking me it took me a little while to get to wrap my brain around trying to stay still but just turn my body for like contractors or onward where you're moving forward with the joystick and I'm just moving my body left and or you know rotating it so I can look to my left or right or whatever the case is and yeah. um you know my mind kind of trips out for a second but you get used to it but you're right as far as like steps or whatever like if you were to actually move with your legs and there's a step in front of you you're going to be stepping like a dumbass and you know your brain's going to be like yo what the hell's going on here there's no step there yeah yeah your brain's not going to register that 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 type of movement and in yeah. vr right now i use that you know this the analog sticks to move around but when you try to move while doing that you will i almost fell over like so many times because my brain's like i don't know what's going on but you're moving <laughs> and we're moving already so what's going on here you know yeah. and i almost fell because i'm like my brain was just like overload what are you doing what you're moving already <laughs> why are you moving you know yeah, <laughs> I can disassociate myself when I'm using the controller going like, oh, I'm moving yeah. in this virtual space. But when I actually try to move while I'm moving in VR, my brain goes, nope, I don't know what you're trying to do, but stop. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> so, man. Yeah, I like to think about it. It's just some futuristic contraption right now that kind of creates the the landscape as you're moving in the landscape. You know what I mean? Like, um think of that would be like some like far off future type stuff yeah so bro like nano nano exactly just like fucking <laughs> yeah think about like big yeah. max or big hero six where he's got the, all those little nano uh robots yeah as he's thinking his his thoughts you know moving around uh, basically presenting the thing he's actually creating these steps to go up or down the ladder or stairs and uh, right. that's what i'm talking about where it's, cre- it's generating the landscape around you so you can feel what's in front of you and you're actually interacting with it accordingly without tripping out yeah i mean the one that i'm thinking of is uh you seen that that assassin's creed movie it wasn't great but i saw it i i kept i think i've rewatched the beginning like i'm gonna say three or four times because i just can't i can't get through the movie man i don't know what it is about it but it's just not good (laughs) i don't know what it is (laughs) yeah i'm a movie buff man and i can't watch it (laughs) Yeah, it was like not good. It was like they decided to deviate from the source material in its dark. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it, but, the yeah, rig but, that sorry, they had him point. attached to when uh-huh. he was going to uh, immerse himself into the the his ancestors' memories was like something that was like a attached claw? to around his waist, and it yeah. was kind of like allowing him to like it lifted him up and like put him down. Yeah, I'm imagining something like that in a combination of some sort of like exoskeleton, not really exoskeletons. Yeah, more like an exo skeleton type rig where you you basically step into it and you can move around. And then when you need a step, the rig just stops your leg or stops the the bottom. So like, say for instance, just step in front of you. You you make the step. You're moving. You're moving your actual body to make the step. But the rig 
registers, hey, you reached the, this point in the virtual plane or in your, in, on the virtual side that there's a step. So your foot makes contact, the rig stops. That, that portion yeah. of the rig. And if you step up, you feel like you're actually taking a step. When really, you're, you're not moving anywhere. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's just like no, it stops saying. physically. It physically yeah. stops. So that way you feel like, oh, crap. You know, imagine playing like a game like the climb where you're actually climbing up something and the rig is like, oh, God, I got it. I'm up here. Oh, God. You know, your legs are tired. <laughs> but you actually feel like you're climbing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I can't imagine what the falling feeling is going to be like if you do fall <laughs> off the, oh, it's off the like cliff. That. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but, no. Uh, <laughs> you're I mean, it's all it's all possible, man. It just, it just sounds like, you know, the further and further you get into trying to remedy the whole like realism behind the game it's just yeah. the more unpractical it becomes because of space the cost yeah. you know the yeah, technology is going to require too. yeah it'll be it'll be pretty extensive but i mean not, they're not bad ideas man i mean it, you're already seeing i'm already seeing places around that have you know this experience this virtual reality experience hello yeah i'm here yeah where um Basically, you're able to pay a certain, you know, a small price so you can feel uh, you can they can immerse immerse you into like the Marvel Universe or uh, Star Wars Universe. And uh, they have the whole environment set up for that, like pretty much how you were talking about what your idea was, where you're in this game and there's op- there's realistic there's real obstacles in front of you and in the game as well. And you're interacting with them accordingly to how you are in the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something similar to like a, a VR experience. I mean, not a VR, a laser tag experience. You, you have the whole arena set up, padded areas and all of this yeah. stuff. All of these objects are there. So the only thing you would do is just lay over virtual. You would basically put a headset on and this, your headset would recognize the environment and lay over virtual yeah. objects over the physical stuff. So that way when you actually see a wall and you touch yeah. that wall, it's really there. You see a stanchion or a beam, or let's say, for instance, like a little beanbag, uh-huh. but it's like a rock or something. You you see that and you touch it, and yeah. hey, it's a it's a rock. But you, you know? know what though? Um, I'm I'm really I'm really interested in seeing the differences between that, the, like the virtual uh-huh. reality experience with it, you know where you're at reacting, where you're interacting with uh, real life objects, versus augmented reality where you actually see, you know, the realistic. The, you're seeing the live footage of the software game or whatever, but also yeah. it's interacting with the real life textures and uh, appliances or whatever. Right. You know what I, mean? I mean, yeah. I mean, I have the HoloLens is supposed to be like high end. I saw like a presentation oh, really? of that and it, it showed like this guy playing the, the first HoloLens. I think they came out with the second one already. Okay. But, uh, uh, the first one, this guy was like, uh, they, they set up this like living room experience where he had the, the, the HoloLens headset on and like aliens are crashing through his like living room wall and he was like shooting at them as they were coming into his living room. And I was like, Damn, oh, that okay. is sick. But I don't know. I mean, first off, the HoloLens is like hella expensive. Like, How much is it? Expensive. It, was like, it was like $2,000 last time I checked. Oh, it was like damn. so fucking expensive. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, hey. The further and further you get, the steeper you get into technology, I mean, I can, it, it requires extensive programming. Like it requires extensive everything. So I could see why it would oh, be yeah, more, yeah. a higher yeah. Pr- price tag. Yeah, it, it was, it was expensive and, and it's like, it's like, you know, obviously it's laying over what, you know, real, the, I can't talk right now. It's laying over reality, you know, virtually. So it's like, yeah. uh, it's augmented. It's not, you're not getting the full immersion, immersive experience. Like, 
I'm kind of leaning towards more virtual or VR versus augmented reality, mainly because of yeah. the visuals. Like that's the one thing that I can say without a doubt is that when you're in these environments, yeah, you feel like you're there. You don't even Bro. think you're, you're not there until someone says, "Hey, man," and you're like, "Oh shit," you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Goes by, and throws a pillow at me, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, I'm not in this video game. I'm I'm actually at home." You Bro, know? but you know what, man? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, we're kind of going off tangent, but um, what's it called? Like, yeah, right now I'm seeing the Hololens too. Just for the lens, it's thirty five hundred bucks, so it's pretty steep. But imagine if uh, you know, moving away from augmented, he- <clears throat> an augmented headset. What mm-hmm. if you bought a projector that actually projected this augmented experience in your living room or in whatever room you're at? As long as you set it up properly, you hook it up, and now it's actually giving you this feed in your living room without any contraptions attached to you. You know what I mean? Kind of like a, there's this movie called the, what's it called again with Tom Cruise, the oh, uh, where he's like a future agent or something like that. Yeah, where they stop crime. Exactly. Uh, uh, what was it called? Something Minority Report. Minority Report. That's the one. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. The, basically, he puts he he puts in the disc that's a memory. And it produces, you know, this projection of his kid or whatever his memory oh, was. Oh, similar to and, like Tony uh, Stark's little contraption. Pretty much, dude. And that that right there, I think, would be would suffice trying to buy just a, a personal experience to where it's a interactive experience for anybody in the room. Oh, so multiple people experience the same thing without having to go buy buy separate headsets and whatnot. Exactly. Yeah. So think about this: you're in your room. You're you're in your living room. And you have this projector that you put on the center or where, however the concept would be. And, you know, you have me over, you have your family over, and you're either A, playing a movie, or B, you're playing a game where, think about like Monopoly, for example. But it's a virtual Monopoly that gets projected by this projector where you're, you're moving the pieces with, you know, either a pen or your finger or whatever the case is. But for the most part, everybody can see it and it's actually animated to where it, it gives you a whole different experience. You know what I mean? Like if you're playing Battleship, whenever you pick and choose your spaces, you see an mm. explosion going on in your table that's produced by this projector. Yeah, I, I mean, that would be that would be sick. But it would each one of these uh, <clears throat> concepts, ideas that we're like yeah. or, or concepts that we're, we're, we're pitching all have like cons to them. Like with that, that experience, you're going to you're going to lose immersion. You know, how are you going to like move? Because if we're all in the same room, let's say, for mm-hmm. instance, you're trying to play contractors. Okay. We're okay. all in the same room. You know, if yeah. you decide to split up, how are you going to do that? You know, you're not going to be able to do that. You're going to be relegated to where everyone is. So you're only going to be relegated to that small. Not really, man. If you think about it, how do they do split screen? It's it's just that it's split screen. Like I'm pretty sure. Well, that... imagine that in the in the in, a, in a, on a 3D plane. A split screen is like you're looking at a 2D object that's displaying 3D. Yeah. If you're using a projector that's gonna split off and then allow you to do your own thing. How are you gonna show that you splitting off in your environment versus our environment? You know what I'm saying? That's gonna be like that's like Star Trek level fucking <laughs> tech right yeah. there. Yeah, that is Star Trek level tech right there. Yeah. Trying to do it. Well, I'm just gonna. I'm actually still here, guys, but I'm just over on the other side of. The, like, bro, what? No. Yeah, I think I think we're going on two different uh, concepts here. Like, the concept I'm going off of it with the projector is to display yeah. animated, uh, animated um, effects. And with your concept is where you're trying to immerse 
your movements or you're trying to immerse yourself, your whole entire body into the game with your movements. Like, and don't get me wrong, man. Like I was ever since I was a kid and I, I remember hearing here and there, like a few kids and my friends uh, where, you know, when you're in the game, when you're playing this game on the PlayStation two, three or whatever, um, you're looking down at your feet. And if you don't see your feet, it takes away from the game. And then they started producing or they started, they started developing games where you can actually see your feet and the more and more um, interactive the game got for the user, as in like you can um, you can do certain things like when you jump, you you see that he crouches or whatever, whatever the case is where it adds more realism to it, the yeah. better the game was. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm pretty sure there's different preferences, but for the most part, I remember there's a there was a point in my time where I would always like look for realism in the game. And that's what VR is bringing to the table. Right, right. I, I I totally fucking agree with you on that. Like, it's it's more realistic than any other gaming experience I've ever experienced. Yeah, it's, man. It's as close as you're going to get to reality. Like, I'll legit have fun shooting at people in this game because I feel like I'm shooting at people in this game. Not, not to sound, like, horrible, like, but, like, the gaming experience that you get with playing FPS is I get that from playing in VR. Oh, really? More. I have really? way more fun playing FPSs in VR than I do on the actual controller. Well, yeah, man. I mean, <laughs> you're having to turn your whole body or, you know, for, for most cases, you're able to turn your whole body and actually move your arms as if you're shooting the person. So you're like 80% doing the whole motions of shooting somebody than you would be with just a console moving your fingers to shoot somebody. Yeah, yeah. You know what it, I mean? That takes that takes hand-eye coordination that you're, you're using a controller for when... when yeah. When with in vr you're actually having to to do it yeah. you're actually showing are you really good you know and even then it's it's really not that realistic because you're not getting the realistic kick the game the gun kicks in the game but you're not your arms aren't actually kicking you know what i'm saying yeah i mean so you're there's getting only a kick so much it's not real and it's yeah. but yeah you can only go so far with it but it's as close as you're gonna get to the real thing without not really hey not really the man right right now i just thought about an idea with the props thing like think about a prop that you would make and you have this thing, you have the butt hit, hitting your shoulder. And I can see this thing with an actuator. You know, every time that you shoot, it kicks back. Like it, it, the actuator um, retracts every single time you shoot. Yeah, and, yeah a, hap uh, a haptic feedback uh, controller. Yeah, don't get me yes. wrong. Even though that, that's going to be real, but that's uh, that, they can only take that so far. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you're trying to use a sniper rifle, that's going to have like unrealistic, uh, uh, some, some heavy kick to it. Any yeah. sort of heavy machine gun, some heavy kick to it. Haptic, yeah, it's gonna give you the immersion, but the battery on that thing is gonna have to be immaculate in order I'm, for it to, you know, yeah, for, in order for it to be a lasting experience. Yeah, you're right. You're right about so that. I mean, one. So like, yeah, there's gonna be pros and cons no matter what concept we put in, and it's all gonna be like more immersive and and, and cool. But you got to figure out a way to uh, make it consumer friendly. In a sense, yeah, so you have to make it to where. We have the idea. We made it. We can do it. Now we need to make it cost less. Yeah, right now I'm actually process of keeping the quality while bringing the cost down. Yeah, no matter what, man. I mean, whenever it's a new concept like that, yeah. um, it's always going to be very expensive. But as time progresses, you know, they're going to come out with better and better concepts to where these right. newly found concepts right now are going to be a lot cheaper in the future. But no matter what, man, I mean, you're purchasing a whole new experience. Like, for example um one of our friends andrew you know was telling me he do, he was basically describing to me what uh vader immortals was like and yeah. because of how 
well developed that game was as far as like the graphics and the immersiveness with uh, interacting with the characters uh mm-hmm. it there's one episode that takes that that's the same as Disneyland where in Disneyland when you go into this room you're interacting with the characters as if uh, the same way that you're interacting with them in the VR headset so it's like you're somewhat purchasing this experience that you were purchasing for going to Disneyland for example you know what i mean okay like yeah. you purchase tickets to go to a theme park right and the only reason why you're purchasing these tickets is because you want to feel something that you don't feel normally, which is the roller coaster rides, the theme, you know, like having Mickey Mouse right next to you or whatever the case is. But what's the difference between interacting with Disneyland that's just a suit that hugs you versus uh, Mickey Mouse in the VR headset that actually interacts with you in a more precise way how the actual character is? You know what I mean? Like... Yeah, I think it's it's well worth it, man. Um, you know, having this this quest console uh give you a whole different experience that you would normally have on the regular. Oh, yeah, basis. no, yeah, definitely. The experience in itself is something completely new and like I wouldn't say life changing, but I I would say life changing because I I would I say life brought the headset over yeah. for the guys to try out just just mm-hmm. so we can have something to, uh, as a as a subject to talk about on the podcast, they could they could yep. give us a review of what they experienced and how they felt about it. Yeah, and then I turn around and half the fucking shop, <laughs> half the shop with bought Quest headsets. And I'm like, yeah, I did yeah. not intend that for that to happen, but happened, it was man. so life changing for me. And then I guess it changed everybody else's like you know perception or or perspective on the things. Like, wife isn't a game. I mean, she she's more willing to to accept the fact that I am a gamer versus other spouses that I, uh, that I know or, or have heard of. Yeah. And she's, she plays the thing as much as I do. So that's dope, man. That's cool. And, uh, and as far as that goes, I mean, they, I honestly believe that, you know, when it comes to like your wife or my wife or people that are not heavy on gaming, um, they don't necessarily look for whatever piques their interest. Like for example, um, when Jay was over and he was testing out the Oculus, he was looking at the videos more than the gaming. I mean, I'm, I know for a fact that the game sold on sold him the, the whole concept, but he was ex- trying to experience more and more like the VR, uh, the VR, I guess you could say the viewpoint inside like a skydiving video or a roller coaster video and stuff like that. I mean, even watching Netflix, it's pretty dope yeah. because you're, you're placing yourself in a whole new environment that that's not, you know, how your environment environment is. But, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, everyone buying it from our shop is, it's pretty crazy. And the reason why I think is life changing is because, um, you're, you're, for example, when we were, when we were playing contractors, when I was, you know, putting the, you know, the L sign on my forehead for towards you, I'm able to yeah. resemble what I actually do in, in real life in the game. You know what I mean? And right, right. now it's still, it's mm-hmm. still being perfected in a, in a sense where you don't have a glove on, you're just having this controller on your hand, but yet I'm still mm-hmm. able to express myself in the game, which makes it fun, funny, and a whole different experience when it comes to playing with somebody else in a whole different part of the world. Right. Right. And and the fact that we were all able to play contractors in that virtual environment as if you're yeah. like right next to me, but I'm at home and you're at home. Exactly. Yep. It's like, oh, and what's up, dude? What's going on? Let's do it. Yeah. It was pretty sick, man. It was, man. It was. And that's the thing is that I think 
because you're able to express yourself more and more with these characters in the game. It really, uh, you know what, when I first saw that video that um, Mark from Facebook was trying to, you know, portray uh, as far as like Mark. Mark Zuckerberg, Zuckersberg. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, cool. Um, I that, like Mark. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. <laughs> My bad. I was like, who okay. is Mark? Oh, Mark Zuckerberg. Oh, no shit, Lou. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so what he was trying to show was instead of like the whole gaming aspect, he was actually trying to touch on more on interacting with your family members across you know in a whole different state country or whatever um like one of the main videos i I could remember right now is where you have this you know your grandpa in a whole different state and you're there on the same couch with your grandpa but in your virtual self like i guess he puts on the headset and you have your headset on and you look over and you see him right next to you right and that's where he's trying to say that oh this is going to change the world and it's going to it's going to bring families more closer together because you're able to interact with each other in a more um, immersive, uh, more stimulated type of way, how you do it in real life. And I was looking at that. And I'm like, yeah, I don't think I, I don't think it's going to go that far. But after playing the game contractors, I, I have changed my mind, dude. Like it is pretty, pretty immersive, pretty substantial where you are playing and interacting with your friends on a more personal level right it's it's yeah because that that whole concept would have been like i'm good you know I can yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah but imagine <laughs> but like, like that portion of it is like uh-huh. oh we're all here i don't yeah. have to like we're, we're here we're here you know you, you go that way i'm gonna go this way we're gonna we're gonna yeah. execute this plan you know i'm gonna flank you're gonna go over there you know we're gonna do these things and we're there and that, that's that's pretty cool it's not about us being with each other it's about yeah. us all experiencing the same experience at the same time yeah while being in the same environment you know what i'm saying yeah man and that's where it adds that extra that extra mm, that that extra magic to it yeah bro i think one good way to test it out would be to uh you know test it out with your mom for example a person that you don't see often and that's in a whole different state and uh to see what it's like you know say she has a headset on and then you have the headset on and you're watching a movie together or playing a certain game and you're seeing each other how we were seeing each other yesterday in the game contractors. You know what I mean? Like, right. whatever, whatever you get out of it, I guess we could hear your feedback saying, oh, man, it was it was up to the point where you can even say, you know, it's heartbreaking or not breaking, but like a heartwarming. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's heartwarming seeing my mom there right next to me in the virtual in a virtual figure. What would you say? Yeah, I guess she's, in a uh, in the virtual body. Yeah, she's virtually there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's I mean I that's it, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, I think that would be a pretty good test to to try out, you know? To interact with somebody yeah, that yeah, you don't normally see. I mean Yeah. Yeah, that would be that would be I don't know how yeah, that would be a nightmare to try to explain to her how to even do the thing, but yeah. <laughs> I mean my mom's like one of those like mom click the icon. What's an icon? Oh my god. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> yeah, she's one of those. I mean, for the most part, if you're able to read, I think you can comprehend exactly what it's trying to tell you tell you to do. I think the biggest learning curve is the whole Facebook thing where you have to create a Facebook account and link she that has to you. one. So oh she does? Yeah, okay, cool. she has one. So it it wouldn't be that hard. It's just trying to cause stuff that you think is easy and that we get as like, you know, I would say millennials are just modern, you know young and middle-aged people in, in society uh yeah we get she doesn't 
Okay. So it's like, all right, mom, put the headset on. Well, how do I do that? Oh my God. Put the <laughs> strap on the <laughs> Yeah, it's like one of those where I have to like explain. And she's smart in like other areas. Like like she was a construction worker and a seamstress, but it's so she knows her shit shit. It's just like you have to be kind of patient. Break it down. Yeah, yeah. I mean Yeah, you gotta break it down and explain it to her in a way that, that she kind of grasps. But uh Yeah, no matter what, yeah, man, we all go through it. That learning yeah. curve. Yeah, yeah, she uh that would be uh uh mine, but I would like to see the, her expression try, trying it out. That would be so sick. Yeah, man. Just to it see her be. like in it. Yeah. Like what what mm-hmm. I do? Why are they coming at me? Oh no, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, after playing oh, after playing that game Five Nights with Freddy, yeah, bro, it gets pretty intense. Just being in the room, you know, you're like what makes something scary? Is it because it's real or is it because it's in your face? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, obviously there's different levels of scare, but mm-hmm. or not just scary, but what makes something real? Is it because it's in your face or is it because of the other senses where you just touch uh, it? Don't don't go down that hypothetical route. Oh, my God. That's like, all right, well, what's reality? Is it what you oh. see in front of you? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, oh no, you know that's what I was saying about the VR. Uh, our last conversation about the VR. I was like, yo, how immersive they're gonna make it, you know? Because if they make it too real, where you're in, you're not gonna be able to tell the difference between reality and the virtual world, then you're gonna be, uh, you're gonna be kind of screwed. Yeah, you know? I mean, I mean, it's no gonna, matter. Those people, uh-huh. yeah, go ahead. No, go, go ahead, finish the sentence. It's cool. Oh, was uh those people who are like socially awkward or like disillusioned, like those people that they that they li- they live in and breathe in these games, they're gonna be able to live and breathe in those games, and they're not gonna want to live the real world. You yeah, know? man. And I if mean, if I can make a world that's better than what we have here, then you're gonna want to live in that world and not live here. But that's the thing, though, man. Is okay. So if you think about it, I honestly believe that that's already been happening since games have been out. Because if you think about it, you know, for the uh, for the typical introvert, for example, um, why do they play games hours on end instead of hanging out with friends? Or they do hang out with friends, but it's in the game. Or why do they build up this character, for example, in WoW? WoW is like the, the freaking the benchmark of like being so involved with your game that if someone deletes your account, you would fucking be devastated yeah i've seen guys example. like lose their their shit for that game yeah I never could get into it but yeah um but you get what i'm saying I agree though? With you on, yeah i agree with you on that but th- there's still a sense of disconnect like, like we were talking about earlier with the immersion there's still a disconnect between that well of course you're man, playing I mean, it with a controller or a mouse and and, and you're, you're living that and you're like oh yeah yeah, yeah. but yeah like re- reality still is like in your face you're looking yeah. at a screen but you're still looking at everything that's around you you, you yeah. still are in your apartment or house wherever you are mm-hmm. while you're playing that when vr it's like no nah, i'm in here i'm here bro i don't know what the fuck you talking about but i'm, <laughs> I'm here <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so yeah, if you true. make it more virtual and more immersive that, that's going to be harder to be like hey bro take the headset off and go to work but oh, that's no nah, man i'm good <laughs> that's what's happening already though man if you think about it i mean uh <laughs> they're, tra- they're right now they're as we speak developing these vests, these uh, omni track pads, or whatever the case is, that's gonna make the experience more immersive. And when you right. make it more immersive, you're making it more real. And that's what I'm mm-hmm. saying is that you know what what's real and what's not real as far as like 
whatever you make it out to be. So if I'm if I'm a total, I'm sorry to say, it, but if I'm a total like introverted nerd and I just mm-hmm. I love playing, you know, WoW, for example, like I was saying, benchmark. Um, and I'm this badass in in the game, wow, but I'm a loser in the real world because I'm so introverted and I can't, I don't know how to express myself the way I would like to, or it doesn't get accepted by other people. Um, then to me, wow is just as real or more effective than the real world because I'm able to be who I want to be in the game versus in the real world. You get what I'm saying? And that goes in a psycho psychological standpoint, or it, it goes more in a psychological path because you're psychologically more immersed in your game than in the real world. Does that make sense? Like you're building rapport with everything in the real world and also in the virtual world. And that's what I'm saying is that the more rapport you build in the virtual world, whether it be your, with your PC, with the quest or whatever the case is, um, then that in a sense is your reality. You know what I mean? Yeah, it it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I agree with you, man. I, I understand what, what what you're saying, and you're building. It, that's more of a psychological thing, but it's it's kind of like a temptation. It's like, all right, uh, let's associate it with like relationships. You're in a relationship with a girl, and you have a chick that's like really flirty. You can ignore that. Yeah. You know, like if you're a, a, a guy, you ignore that. Most guys can ignore that. Okay, cool. Let's mm. take it a step further. You take a guy to a strip club. And your buddy's like, hey, man, I'll buy you a free lap dance. Most guys are going to be like, I'm going to take that, you know? Yeah. More, more of the temptation is there. You're like, all right, we'll go to the strip club. But then you, like, go out, you you know, you're at a bar or some shit, and some girl, some hot chick's throwing herself at you. Yeah. And you're drunk. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're adding uh-huh. more pressure and more uh, – you, you're making yourself more willing to – or not you, in a sense, but you're adding more of a temptation there because – it's easierly accessible. You know what I'm saying? When yeah. you make it more easily accessible, it's harder to pull people away from it. Similar to like uh, alcohol. Like, you know, you drink beer at school, but there's people who are alcoholics who just, they, they just, oh, I got to take all the, you know, and they drink it, you know, and, and they become, you know. Yeah. Alcoholics. You know, yeah. Unproductive members of society. Yeah. They become alcoholics. You know what I'm saying? So it's like with the VR thing and you're making it more immersive, you're going to have those people who cannot pull the weight. Who can't yeah. like I don't yeah. know how to operate outside of this environment because I am uh, addicted to this virtual world instead of the real world because I've been disillusioned I'm socially awkward or, or you know something happened to me traumatic that that led me down this path yeah and now I don't know how to to operate in the real world yeah and that's, and, and that's uh-huh. the stuff that you're gonna have to 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 look out for and and but I don't even know how we got on this topic we kind of like went on a serious tangent here but. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah but yeah that's uh that's something that i'm always concerned about oh, anything that's new this there's gonna be somebody that's gonna you misuse and abuse the crap out of it you know any any yeah. new technology someone's gonna take advantage of said technology and if you don't try to uh figure out to prevent those negative outcomes from happening because of the technology that you're developing yeah, it's, it's, it's highly irresponsible. You know what I'm saying? Because you could develop mm-hmm. something that's like super, in, like say for instance that uh, that uh, 
flying jet backpack thingamajig that you were talking about, like making like, oh, that'd be kind of cool yeah. to have. But then what if like some assassin dudes flying around just taking people out? Then it's like, oh crap, I made that thing, and now this dude's running around with it, murdering people, you know, dropping like yeah. IEDs on <laughs> folks, like you know, <laughs> you know, or just flying around dropping bricks on folks' heads, you know, like that's something that could be a real reality with something that you like that that, that could yeah. be developed. So it's like, all right, well, how do I prevent that from happening? I have to take the proper, you know, steps and 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 to to make sure that the people who want to use it for malicious intent are harder to gain access to it. You know, I yeah. can't prevent it in, in its entirety, but mm -hmm. I can try to do the my best to my ability to prevent things like that from happening. So, like setting a time limit, like like with a Ready Player One, where they're like, "Are right, you can only play in the virtual world for the, from these days to these days," because yep. most of society was just so addicted to it that they were like, "Ah, we don't like the real world," and the real world was yeah. kind of crap. You know what I'm saying? People were living yeah. in like mobile homes on top, stacked on top of each other. It was weird as hell. But yeah, <laughs> we saw what would happen. Like someone uh -huh. developed a game that or a, a gaming system that made it so immersive that you couldn't tell the difference between the real world and that world. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. that's all I'm saying. It's like, all right. We can make it immersive, but we got to definitely take this proper steps to prevent, you know, people from abusing this thing, even though it's good. It's too much of anything is, is not good. Yeah, man. But yeah. if that honestly comes down to the own, the person themselves, like, for example, if we're both offered. Um, I'm just going to use alcohol for, for in this case, if. If everyone's offered alcohol and I choose to, you know, over drink and you choose to just drink until you're buzzed and the other person chooses to just not drink at all. Mm -hmm. um, me choosing to over drink is my my choice. And, um, you know, that's my my repercussion that I have to face because I choose to abuse of it just like anything out there, man, like drugs or whatever. And um, in this case, it would be gaming um and it's just based it's just, it's always going to be it's always going to be reliant on the individual man um don't get me wrong i do believe that they have there has to be these precautions that we have to take and these guidelines that we have to create as a as a society but in the end man it just comes down to the person's choice i mean um that's what this whole world yeah. is all about you know yeah, yeah, I agree with you on that, but it's like we were saying before, like we do we need to put guidelines in place to prevent something like that from happening. Because what if yeah. that guy who who was drinking a little too much, you pulled him to the side, like he's your friend and we were at a party, he's drinking a little mm -hmm. too much. You're like, Hey bro, uh you kinda losing yourself here. You're stumbling all of your words, you're 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 kinda embarrassing yourself. He's gonna be like, Oh shit, yeah, I need to slow up. Uh, you know, but if there's yeah. that if that person isn't there to be like, Hey man, stop drinking. He's going to be like, oh, blah, blah, throwing up, falling all over the place, you know, <laughs> yep. and God knows what may happen to that guy. But at least you had that friend there or that 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 thing there that says, hey, warning, don't do that. Too much of this yeah. is going to cause problems. And that's what that's I mean, all I'm saying is that we're going to have to need we're going to need, you know, guidelines or something. Gamers place, Anonymous. Like, hey, this is a <laughs> You know, similar to like how yeah. they have that alert on your phone. It's like, hey, bro, you've been on your phone too long. This is how long you've been on your phone. And then it lets you know, like, oh, hey, maybe I need to cut back on playing on my phone just because that alert is there. So something yeah. similar to that VR, like, hey, bro, you've been playing in the virtual world for, like, <coughs> 40 hours this week. Yeah. That's the same amount of time that you would spend at, at a job. So uh, you may want to cut back. You know what I'm saying? Something like yeah. that. That's all I'm saying. No, but I, I agree with you, man. I agree with you with trying to create these precautions for people to not over-abuse uh, this newly found um experience 
where they really get to uh, kind of go above and beyond what we're capable of doing as human beings in this world, you know? Um, yeah. But in the end, man, <laughs> going back to what we were mainly talking about, uh, so far, honestly, uh, just just it being uh, a different concept of a console, of a gaming console, mm-hmm. I think VR concept is dope. It's worth having. And um, especially right now with the pandemic, I think it's um, worth having in the sense where you're able to experience more than you're able to experience being trapped in quarantine, you know, all the above in uh, in your room, in your house, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And it, I, that's one of the reasons why I bought it, because my wife is worse from home. So she's she was getting kind of a little yeah. stir crazy. Like, I need to get out and do something. And I'm like, well, I mean, but she's also like. uh she ser- she has like high anxiety when it comes to like just going out and, and being around people in general. So it's just like, all right, okay. pandemic going on. It's like, ah, she's not comfortable with going out, even though she needs yeah. to get out. So she's like stuck between a rock and a hard place. So I'm like, well, if I give you this, then it, you kind of, in a sense, are like kind of getting away from, you know, your environment. You're you're going into yeah. the virtual world, so it's like something new, <clears throat> and you're experiencing something new. So it kind of like you know alleviated her like want and need to get out of the house you know so much like we go still go grocery shopping and whatnot like we're gonna go do yeah. the lights down in san diego to look at the christmas lights or whatever mm-hmm. she's just super excited about that but like <clears throat> anything that to help her you know that's one of the reasons why i bought it was because of that mm-hmm. like aversion like all right you're you're not here you're in this or like that little you know desert villa on the side of that cliff you know that's where you're at you're not in, in, yeah. in the apartment you know or you're in this japanese you know super dope city in your little yeah. villa on, on the top of the you know building or whatever it's it is dope so uh that's one of the reasons why i bought it to to add to your point <laughs> yeah yeah now you got you man and uh yeah uh and you know to go on a different uh conversation i really I'm really looking forward to if hopefully somebody develops a nice AAA title uh, learning learning uh, game where you're, yeah, where you're able to actually learn. For example, like say you want to become a doctor or uh, something where it requires you to have special equipment. Um, in this game, you're actually able to go through the motions of learning how to do something uh, specific. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's going to be limitations. Like, for example... If you are a surgeon or if you're trying to study to become a surgeon, you're not going to be able to operate in the virtual world the same as in the real world. But for the most part, you're still going through the motions of learning what to grab, what to do in certain situations that is is stimulating your mind to where once you're placed in the real world environment of that uh, career, you're able to know or be familiar with what you're supposed to do. Yeah, yeah, I, that would be that would be sick. You know what I mean? I, yeah, I feel like that'd be sick with it, if you just take it uh, is, uh, if you make something for primary school, if you make school yeah. more, not necessarily uh more interactive. Ex- yeah, you would make it more exciting. You would make it yeah. more exciting. You yeah. can actually show kids like, hey, one plus one is two, and then you see, you know, in the virtual world, one a huge one and another one and then plus equals two you're like oh crap that's how you said man you're you're keeping their attention you're 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 creating something that's normally mundane and making it exciting by presenting it in a way that's you can go about it 
however you want, man. That's the thing is that, you know, it's going to be at the mercy of the developer. But if you think about it, you know, just using math as the example, how you were just using right now, um, it could be big numbers. It could be uh, reactions, bro. Like where you do, for example, like you're doing one plus one. And if you do, if you, if you put equals three, it's wrong. Say, for example, you start to vibrate or um, you get an explosion or something that's indicating that's wrong. But if it's right, you get to do something exciting that's going to propel you to want to learn more. And the more right. you know, for example, like calculus or more in-depth uh, levels of math, um, the yeah. more rewarding it is in the game, like content-wise or ability-wise, whatever the case is. Like I said, it's going right. to be at the mercy of the, of the developer. But for the most part, though, what what I'm starting to understand about learning is that yeah, you grasp the information with the more stimulating it is like for example like if you're chewing on a really good piece of gum i know it's kind of funny mm -hmm. to think about but if you're chewing up on a piece of gum that's really good and you're learning you know math for example again um you're gonna and if you're gonna learn that piece of of math and when it comes time for the test if you're chewing on the same piece of gum it's said that you're gonna remember how to solve or, or you're gonna remember the formulas better because that piece of gum that sense is kind of it's kind of shooting signals in your brain that are recalling the information a lot better than in a very, very yeah, like yeah, yeah, dull environment. Yeah. Right. Cause your, your brain is associating this flavor to a memory. So exactly when you that flavor, it triggers the memory, which flavor, smell, all of yeah, that stuff. Yeah. I agree with you on that. Cause I had a, yeah. uh, I don't know if I told you about it, but I had the idea of like, instead of you going through like regular school, you set it up as if it's like an RPG or an FPS where you, each grade yeah. you get so many problems and you unlock abilities that you can like take home and play yeah. like triple a games so you you would tie yeah. you tie your school stuff into like downloadable content similar to how yeah. like, uh, some of these games have uh those uh what are they called uh, uh like uh season season passes yeah, yeah. season passes where yeah. you, you have like downloadable content mm -hmm. or instead of you doing it that way where you you don't lock it so much in game you say hey i'm gonna lock all this stuff behind your schooling yeah, and if you want to unlock this stuff, you got to get a uh, grade here. You got to, you know, get get a good answer on this pop quiz, and you leave it up to the teachers to say, "Hey, all right, guys, we're gonna put on the VR headsets. We're gonna do this this exercise, and whoever gets the high score gets this weapon or this weapon skin or whatever." Yo, it is. So for real, game at home, you know, that'd be sick. That'd be yeah, fun that would as hell. Be, yeah, enticing, all of the above, man. Like that would really, I guess you could say, um, it would really motivate people students to uh try to learn the 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 freaking the required stuff right right because not only are you adding excitement to the schooling and you the people who are excited about learning are already going to be excited about learning but now that you're adding an yeah. added benefit to them learning something they're going to like oh cool that's dope i play that game or you you know i play those games and you're giving me a code to, to unlock something in game yeah. that's cool and if they don't want to participate on, on a game tip they they don't i mean they still have to participate on the virtual side at school but yeah it's it's not a requirement for you to use those codes but for those guys like who don't like school or or find school boring or whatever subject is boring they're you're going to be able to keep their attention because not only are you immersing them in this you know you know visually stimulating environment you're also giving them an added benefit of like hey if you do good that game that's that you want to play yeah you yeah. get to unlock it you know or you get to unlock you get to you know unlock this cool weapon or something in game or you get the game for free if you you know yeah the top five students get this game for free you know something something like that where you make it Yo. more 
that's that's amazing, bro. I get what you're saying, man. That's that's what I'm saying is is it would be amazing to see someone to someone creating this game or whatever you want to call it, man. But it's in the in a virtual environment to where you're learning, where it's enticing to learn. It's very very captivating to where you're gonna recall the information because, for example, like you're adding pizzazz to like the number one, the number two, and all the way to number hundred to where, you know, number one could be a a flaming one and number two could be a watery two or whatever the case is man like i said it's it's sky's the limit the developer can make it into whatever he wants to where it has a reaction in the actual game environment that makes it so appealing that you recall the information a lot easier than when you just write down the numbers on a piece of paper does that make sense like right you're, you're changing the piece of paper with interacting with your pen to an actual like almost tangible um object in the game that's making you like i said just remember the the stuff a lot easier right right you're making it yeah yeah exactly yeah it's exactly it's a very you're making it more memorable idea. instead of someone that hey here's a pen and paper here's a test yeah. go it's like all right this is boring let me try to recall this stuff that i they talked about exactly and depending on what subject it is you may or may not be interested in it. they force all these subjects down your throat like yeah like, give a crap about some of those subjects as an adult they don't matter yeah they don't matter it's like oh that's cool to learn what they do you find though, it man. interesting but yeah they, they shove it down your throat like you have yeah. to learn this and if you don't and that's, you suck as a person and that's like, what oh, i'm saying yeah bro and that's and that right there what you just said right now it makes a valid point to why this is a great idea to just kind of grasp and take hold because you're saying that all these subjects don't matter in the real world but honestly, yeah. man, I was I honestly was in agreement for a very long time. But and now that I'm an adult, I'm starting to see me because I lacked a lot of attention in school. I'm starting to struggle a lot in a lot of you know conversations or in a lot of like certain scenarios where I don't recall information because I just failed to learn it. You know what I mean? And now as an yeah. adult, I yeah. Have to, yeah. My whole point is that if you're able to show how important it is in the real world. By using like like I said, uh, a platform like the Oculus, mm -hmm. then I think that you would have more people learning it and wanting to learn it because you're seeing the real life effects of it, even mm -hmm. though it's not real life. It's in the game environment. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, right. Yeah, no. You you add you show them the consequences. Like same exactly. in the game. If you you exactly. throw a grenade in front of you and it blows up and you die. You see the consequences of throwing a grenade too close. You know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, man. So and you add good. like a real world. Uh, an event to it or you can do it in numerous ways to show them yep. like hey this yep. information is relevant you need to know it but i also do feel like we that 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 goes back to like the education system a lot of that stuff needs to get cut out a lot of that fluff yeah man needs to get cut out and they need to start adding stuff that does make that that is important they need to start hey hey before you get out of high school you need to take a class on credit your credit yeah. score how it matters how to maintain a good credit score what you need to do you know investing if you want to take investing you, hey this is an investing class we'll teach you the basics of what investing is they teach a kid teach these kids stuff that's important that's going to actually affect the real life instead of trying to yeah you know shove fucking uh whatever class down my throat like i don't care yeah. like why do i need to learn how to see to, to write a uh uh a fucking essay like a, a 10 page essay I'm, yeah unless i'm getting into like a uh a career field where i'm going to be writing a lot i don't need to freaking yeah. know that and that's the thing you man. Is that we're touching on all kinds of different parts of like the academic system where you're touching on the structural point and um we're also touching on how you learn it because if you think about it 
if you were to put credit, for example, how you're saying inside of schooling, the, the schooling structure, no matter what, it still becomes a Charlie Brown scenario where you're like, wah, 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 depending on the, on yeah. the teacher. But mm-hmm. so what we're kind of mixing up to where, you know, if we if they just injected what you just said, what's relevant in the real world, like credit, and mm-hmm. they injected also the pizzazz with learning the material, mm-hmm. I think that would be the perfect formula in a sense, you know, just, you know, it, it, take it with a grain of salt. Um, what's it called? It would be the perfect formula to having more, more, uh, better molded students for the, for life, you know, like um, you're learning relevant material and the material that you're learning is so fucking captivating that you're actually able to recall it in the real world because of how you learned it. You know what right, I mean? Like, right, right. Yeah. yeah, well, economic classes, you could tie that to, like, some sort of real-world simulator. You do, you you, you buy the right investments, <laughs> and you do yep. the, the right things, and you get more money, uh-huh. and then you can build your own little empire or whatever, you know? Exactly, like, you, bro. That would that be would so be kinda, sick. That would be, yeah. that would be dope, and you can see the consequences of you making the proper decisions. And then if you make the wrong decision, you still yeah. have a chance to make it out. Like, oh, that was a bad investment. Yeah, man. Let me go over here and see if this is this is worth it. You know, you can, yeah. you can actually add you can actually add consequences that they can visually see to see, Oh wow. If I do good, then I'm, I'm going to do good, you know? Yeah, man. And I mean, if you make it more competitive, then uh-huh. that's even, that's, a, that's one way you can take it or you can make it to where it's the students versus, you know, whatever virtual AI that you want to create, you yeah. can do it any other way, you, any way you want, but as long as you're adding something that is keeping their attention, their learning and their, and, and they want to learn you're making it so that they want to learn it because they, they want to do good at the game they, yeah. they, or they see the consequences in game and they want to do good in real life. Yeah. You're adding all of these things. So even if someone who doesn't really want to do well and who, who just like, I don't really care about any of this crap, they're going to, mm-hmm. th- th- there's going to be something that's going to capture their attention and they're going to, they're, you're always going to have those guys who just don't get, they don't care that they're, they're going to be too lazy, but you're going to be able to capture the attention of those students who just are disillusioned with the whole process because it's exactly. an old school system that's that that we've been using since before the fucking TVs and the internet was fucking created and they managed to somehow integrate those but they didn't do it in a good a good enough manner and then and that's, yeah. for so long video games have been treated as a stigma by the education system and now it's like hey uh no this is actually a really good thing that you could use and implement in your environment if someone did what we're talking about right now man i mean maybe, i, I yeah. believe that there's somebody that is trying to create this thing but it's it's so small scale that it doesn't hit the actual like it doesn't impact society the way it should but um yeah man like the whole traditional like uh schooling structure um it's at the mercy of individuals bro like how i told you about like this whole learning platform would be at the mercy of the developer how how in depth they made the game and how like creative and constructive they've made it and once you get the the proper developer making this thing then you have a perfect formula because if you think about it back going back to the actual classroom depending on your teacher that's how good you're going to learn it you get what i'm saying you're either a intellectual individual that just mm-hmm. gets it or you're an average individual that only gets it depending on the teacher and how they interact with you how like how humorous they are how fucking stale they are that's what i'm talking about man because what i've noticed is that learning has to do a lot with your like serotonin you know how well they captivate you know how interactive you are with the with the teacher and the students or whatever the case is so because we're talking about you know we're bringing up this whole concept of learning with more pizzazz with more like um 
more ammunition loaded behind the actual material that you're learning, that's what kind of spikes up your your serotonin levels that make you want, like just naturally make you want to be more involved with the material that you're trying to learn because it's just making you more immersed. You know, it's making you more, um, yeah, like I said, more excited, more it's it's shooting out it's it's developing more emotions in yourself and every individual that's using this platform than in school where you're like more interested in this clown class clown that's making jokes and making you laugh you know what i mean right 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 yeah i agree and yeah 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 yeah. it's there's so many pros that i'm I'm thinking of right now with that whole class clown uh uh point that you made it's like all right cool you're in school you're a a teenage boy you're you're going through puberty you see girls Mm -hmm. like oh god she's so hot yeah with the vr headset on you can't see her or you're only going to see what whatever representation that she has so let's say for instance if everybody is some sort of like uh lego person yeah how are you gonna you're not gonna be oh man that lego person no you're gonna be like oh let me pay attention to what's going on in front of you you (laughs) yeah Yeah. after you take it off then you're gonna be distracted but once the lesson starts and everyone puts those on then it's like oh wow we're here well that depends if everybody is in school is in the same classroom you know like yeah there's so many different ways to go about this thing man i mean don't get me wrong not even go to school you could put the headset on and be in the classroom that's yeah, bro. The cool part about all this shit, uh, you don't even have an excuse nowadays. We're like, ah, I, I can't make it to school. Oh, really? Put your VR headset on, bro. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah I mean, don't get me wrong, dude. I, I'm not trying to deter people from trying to experience a real world. Like, I definitely believe in going out for hikes and just really experiencing life. You know, I, what, what is actually real. But with this whole like concept of having a different platform of learning and materials of learning and how you're learning it. Like I said, the whole pen and paper concept versus interacting with the numbers and seeing different reactions of what happens when you get it wrong or right. That right Mm -hmm. there is what I'm talking about. That really is like a, the missing link to learning the way we're supposed to be learning where we we're going to naturally just grasp the material um, better than how traditional schooling is right now. Right. So, yeah, man, it's there's so many pros and cons to to trying to develop this whole or see this thing as a as a real life, um, you know, platform or concept that's out right. available, you know. Right. But, um, right. Anyway, man, um, is there anything else that you want to you want to talk about? Um, I think. We're no, no, close. no. I think that's uh, that covered just about everything that we wanted to talk about. So, uh, yeah. yeah, we talked about uh, the PS5 scalping, uh, the our our personal choices with choosing you know vr over the traditional consoles right now um uh the benefits of vr you know how we want to see it improve the the experience how there's still separations separations between cons you know improvements that they're that we like to see you know whether it's something that can be done now versus something that's you know new technological concepts and then we got into the uh the educational benefits of using vr you know in schools and whatnot so yeah we covered everything that we want to talk about uh thank you for tuning in yeah we'll uh, we'll see you next time uh, see you next time thank you